Ah, welcome, welcome. I always love to see your familiar face coming through that door. But of course, you're here for more than just shopping. These amazing items wouldn't be half of what they are if not for the fascinating stories that each of them carries. Of course, you want more of that story. So, now what was next? Let's see. Athena, Grafton, and Ash had made some plans, and were finally getting a move on. Ah, uh, yes, and Grandpa Greystone had a clandestine meeting with Athena via his weird fire magic. Or was it light magic? It'll no matter. Either way, I wonder what that's all about. The Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast. Season 2, The Ring Arc. Episode 13, it was unlocked? Athena, you were given that little notice by uh, Grandpa Greystone. <laughs> and then you know you were supposed to meet Harbin next. Bright and early. Yeah, bright and early. So my question for you is going to be, are you intending to be there, like, right at what you've understood the start of business to be? Are you planning to be there early? Are you planning to be fashionably late? I think for the sake of giving Harbin some confidence in the situation, I'll be, like, ten-ish minutes early. Okay. Um, Grafton, do you have a general, general plan for the next morning or next day when you plan on just, like, Tailing them, when you plan on sitting on the other side of your, you know, plant and see if it works. Um, we don't actually have them. Like, there's no actual meeting set up Not with yet. the oh. vice governor at this point. So, I feel like Grafton probably would check to see what his vines can pick up, um, mm-hmm. just to then be able to know which one to go to. Um, assuming that one of them is correct. Uh, or hoping that one of them is correct. Um, but he probably wouldn't spend too much time beyond, like, what can I hear? Okay. Do I hear Harbin? Okay. Ash, what was your intent for the next day, the morning at least? I, I mean, I think it makes the most sense for him to just go set up a meeting. Um, and we had talked about, like, him just, like, trying to go schedule that, you know, through the secretary and whatever time is available. I don't know if that necessarily needs to be like role played out or if it's just like a, I set up an appointment. This is what happened. Um, but I think that's what makes the most sense because that was kind of like our next course of action was like, well, we really kind of need to know when that meeting's going to happen before we can figure anything else out. Okay. So, Athena, you get yourself up in the morning. Um, you go down to the Merchants Guild a little bit before um, the, the general start of business day when things kind of start opening up. You know, when the sun comes up, everything gets all, all pretty and active and whatnot. Um, you, so yeah, you're, you're outside the Merchants Guild. What is your plan? There's no one else there? Like, are the doors locked? At this point... hasn't started? So... There are some people inside, like, kind of starting to just kind of clean things up, organize, prep for the day. 
Harbin's in the building yet? No, no. You've been outside, and that's as far as you've gotten. You see that there is someone, you know, inside. I think it's not necessarily business yet. Go down the chimney. I'll wait a minute or two so as to not give away the agreement that we have going. As you wait a couple minutes, uh, a cloaked figure comes out from the um, west side of the building and or no way. It's the east east side of the building. Doesn't really make a difference. It does because the west side of the building is other buildings. So like way yeah. East side of the building. So it comes around the kind of east corner and kind of walks, starts walking straight, like kind of towards you, but kind of has their head down and they're cloaked. As they get close, they straighten up all the sudden and drop their cloak and you can see it's Mr. Harbin. Um, He does not look like he slept well. I'm not surprised. Um, He... Generally looks put together, but it was definitely not an easy night for him. Um, he looks somewhat relieved to see you. Um, Alright, so, to make sure we're on the same page. You are Mrs. Dark. You are here from Irlian to oversee the delivery of an important package, and you will be acting as my bodyguard until that package arrives to ensure my safety and the safety of the delivery, correct? That is correct. Excellent. He walks in, goes in the door, kind of waves at the guy behind the desk, and kind of waves at him, kind of looks at you like, okay. I nod at him as I walk past. Just Okay, more than and kind of gets back to what he's doing. He's sorting out letters and things that, you know, they're working through. No one else seems to be down there. And Harbin walks up the stairs, leads you up the stairs. And when you get up to the top of the stairs, you see immediately to your left a fireplace with a handful of chairs and a small table there, kind of a lounge area. Then to your right, you see um, kind of a conference table with a number of chairs around it. And then you see three doors on that back wall. Um, he leads you over, pulls a, a key out of his pocket, and then kind of puts it in the door, and then kind of startles for a second. It, it was unlocked, and opens it up real quick, and goes, okay, everything looks okay. He goes to the door on the back right side. Walk in, everything is organized, it's all in neat piles. Um, he goes in, just kind of sits down at his desk, now what? Now you go about your normal business. Remember, we're pretending that nothing is going on. Of course, of course. Okay, we kind of may need there. to get a hold of the vice governor. Vice governor, of course, of course. Um, one more. So he stands up, kind of shouts down the stairs. Would you have the next corner that comes in? Uh, come up and speak with me for a moment. And the guy goes, okay. So he goes, all right. He goes and sits down again. So, he went a little bit. He kind of starts shuffling through things, kind of like going through motions, obviously not really paying attention to what he's doing. Man comes upstairs, kind of approaches. Uh, Mr. Harbin, you called for me, sir? Yes, um, 
we need to uh, set up a, a meeting with the vice governor. Okay, uh, what should I tell him is concerning? Uh, his, his recent order. He'll, he'll know what I'm talking about. Um, just, just at his convenience, but as, well, as soon as possible. The guy kind of goes, um, at his convenience or as soon as possible, sir? Uh, um, yes, as soon as, as soon as he's available. Thank you. Very good. And he leaves. Walks downstairs. Generally, the day kind of moves on. He kind of slowly gets more comfortable. People come up and kind of, as people engage him. And I step out business. of the room in hopes of helping to calm his nerves a little. I kind of just stay in the lounge area keeping an eye on the door. Oh, make an awareness check for gnomes playing an organ. <laughs> what? I am going to do an awareness check just to make sure that I... Okay. Although, my awareness checks have been lacking. First rule of the night. What's the worst that can happen? Why would you say that? He's the GM. It's his job. <laughs> so I rolled a five, and I have a negative two on awareness. Yeah, right. It seems like a pretty okay. pretty normal room, pretty normal business day. Listen, Harbin definitely relaxes as he sees other familiar faces. Just kind of doing his normal business. He definitely gets more into the swing of things. He do see, like, he kind of checks to make sure you're still out there every now and again. Um, as people have kind of asked, they're like, what's this chick doing? No, know? I'm I'm looking <clears throat> normal. People shouldn't ask. Well, no, they're asking because they're like, why is there someone here that's not a normal thing? And he's oh, well, she's here from Ireland. This is Miss Dark. You know, whatever. And kind of pleasantry. It's like, oh, okay. No one's concerned. Okay. It just, they go, hey, you what's this person? There. Yeah. What's this but person now, doing? It seems thing? like a waiting area. If you're waiting on a package, it wouldn't surprise me that much. Yeah, but when you're there, you know, for hours, it's not a normal thing for people to just stay at the post office and wait for, you know, their mail. If so, you've got an important package, I would. Things, once they explain it, and once Harbin explains it, they go, oh, okay, well, hey, you know, nice to meet you, explain, like, hey, general pleasantries, and then go about their day. Um, but you are a more imposing figure than normal people just hanging around. Okay. Did you uh, roll a stealth check for the gnome? There's a... I'm confused. She, she got a three. When, so. when Grefton went down the chimney, yeah. remember there was the gnome playing the organ. <laughs> you yeah. like, poofed out. Yeah. It was not there. Was. Not during business, that'd be foolish. Oh, um, oh I see what you're saying. Ash, uh, you do make your way up to kind of the Acropolis area where the normal daily meetings and general government functions occur. Um, you get a hold of someone, kind of a secretary that's kind of walking back and forth taking notes. Um, you request to have an audience with the vice governor at some point. And at his convenience. At his convenience. As soon as possible. No. At his convenience. Just at his convenience. At his, at his earliest convenience, maybe. Huh? Um, okay. She does ask you what the nature of the meeting is, so she can tell him and put it on the schedule as such. Ash stands there and thinks for a second. Yep. <laughs> tell him Ashley Greystone the third would like to visit with him. Well, with personal business then, or yes. Cool. Um, it will probably be a few days leading up to the uh, 
Oh, I'm sure he's very busy. Well, yeah, with the holiday hiatus coming up, you know, they're trying to cram in a lot of lot of business in the short time. But um, where can he uh, reach you, or where would you like to meet? They're going to be shutting down the offices at the end of the week. And you are aware that the time leading up to the festival, government shuts down about a week before, and the most businesses that aren't essential to the tourist kind of functions shut down a couple days before. Dang. I wish I got this. Work for the government. Um, so so she's indicating that, like, he won't be able to meet in his office? He won't be office? available for a few... Well, they generally, when it's shut down, they prefer not to, because it's also like that's their break, is to just not be in the office for a week. Okay. So... Um. This is, like, kind of a non-established thing at this point, but presumably Ash, like, has an address? I mean, he has his family estate. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, I don't know. Like, is there, like, P.O. boxes or something? I mean, like, it seems like yeah, it seems like there should be they're... some way for, like, someone who lives in the town, people to, like, contact yeah, him, right? Box. Yeah. Well, there's um... couriers. We've stopped right. that. So, like, merchants guild. does the courier just, like, run around town until they find the person? Like, you know, like, it seems like feasibly there, like, should be a spot where, like... Find yeah, the nearest uh, Patuki. <laughs> yeah. Out by... Out by the docks, kind of that... Um, oh, there's, like, the area of the Acropolis... They kind of have, like, that's their general, like, incoming mail for, like, pigeon couriers and stuff is on that Acropolis. And that's where they also have, like, a bunch of just small boxes. Uh, You can receive letters and things like that. And, um, you know, notices are put there. There's a town, you know, um, bulletin kind of thing there. So that's kind of the general news information. And if you have one, you can, like, rent out for a time. You're like, oh, hey, I'm waiting for this thing. Can you just send it here? Like, non-valuables. But... I mean, it seems like probably the Greystones have one of those I was saying, rented out. Well, so the great shows have also a permanent address, so, like, people will send things to them. Especially, like, small, you know, small notices can be sent by some kind of messenger animal. Sure. So, between messengers and couriers, like, if you I want mean, something to is, come to your house, you can say, have like, it Is it fair to just be, like, he can just send message to my... Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you're a you have right, a house, like, so, yes. Yeah, like, he can just send me mail, you know, yeah. whatever works for him. Um, I would prefer to meet uh, somewhere a little bit more private, but I'll leave that up to the vice governor, whatever his preference is. Very well. I'll let him know. Thank you. Uh, don't expect any kind of answer probably in the next couple of days, all right? Okay, that's fair. Uh, so, yeah. I feel like that's not fast Wait, enough. Don't expect an answer? Don't expect don't an expect answer for meeting. the next couple of days. Yeah, that's not fast enough. I really would, would prefer to meet with him sooner rather than later, if at all possible, but I understand he's a very busy man, so if you could convey that, I would appreciate it. It's a busy, well, um, uh, charisma roll, maybe? Yeah, I'll only do a charisma roll. Unless you had something else in mind. No, no, that works. Okay. Rolls are fun. Do okay. dice. Sometimes they are. That's kind of how this game gets um. <laughs> That's a 14. That's pretty good. She kind of goes, 
Well, I know he is a fan of the Greystones, so perhaps he can give me the answer sooner. I'll let you know. Send it to your uh, your uh, family house, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know if, if he has an answer. But I don't believe we can fit in a meeting within the next couple of days. That's fine. Whenever he has time, oh. is good with me. Wow! Alex the player is excited to know the vice governor is a fan of the Greystones. <laughs> At least, you know, people he knows. Um, Alright, so, Grifton. Uh, explain to me how Grifton has gone about checking to see if the plant bug plants are working. Is that what we're going to call them? The plant bug plants. plants. Plant bugs. The plugs. Uh, I think Grefton really just, uh, he doesn't want to spend too much time or, you know, try and hang out for too long and get noticed. So I think he really just, like, approaches the wall where he knows the, I'll say that he starts, uh, he'll try to start in the same order that he grew them, which I think would have been the left office yeah, first. Yeah, I, I, went, office yeah I, went, I went clockwise around the room, I think. So he'll approach that one first um, and just kind of like go up to it, put his ear on it, see what he can hear, try and listen for at least long enough to get a sense of can he hear clearly? Who can he hear? Are there more, is there more than one person in the room? Is like everything being picked up kind of deal? Um and then run around to the other one. Um, I will... And do the same thing there. You can either do an awareness check to just see if you can hear anything, or you can do a nature check to... Or a nature magic, arcane, whatever that... Is that arcane going to be for that part? Should be. For plants? Yeah. So an arcane check to tell if magically or mechanically, if you will, if it is functioning as intended. Uh, I think the arcane check makes more sense to yeah. me for that, just because he's not looking to see is it functioning, he's looking to see is it functioning as intended. Because so. uh, if it's if he's hearing something, but all he's hearing is you know, jumbled garbage, then sure. that's not actually helpful. So... So the check for the vine that is on not Harbin's office is going to be 11, 16. Okay. So you're aware that it is picking up some kind of vibrations. is not quite picking up as clearly as you would... I hoped it was. Um, so, sounds, but muffled sounds. Um, go ahead and roll an awareness at this point. Thirteen. Okay. But, between the sounds you're hearing there and the sounds you're kind of just hearing through the windows, you've decided this probably is not Harbin's office. Um, and you're thinking, because you can hear, you think it's Harbin's voice, but it doesn't sound like it's matching what's coming through the vine. Um, 
So again, you can hear muffled sounds kind of outside, but it's definitely not what you're expecting through the vine. So. I think Griffin would go and check the other one okay. before trying to mess with either of them. Yeah. So. Probably an arcane check again mm -hmm. for that. Uh, so 13 this time, which would be 18. Okay. Eight, okay, 18 total. Gotcha. So, realizing that what you're kind of picking up through the cup and string vine and the kind of muffled sounds you're hearing from what you believe is Harwin's voice in that window, you're kind of able to fine-tune it a little bit until you can start picking up more actual sounds. So, like actual strings of words. You, it still isn't like you're in the room, but you can more or less listen, you can more or less hear what it is the conversation is, you know, saying, what's generally progressing. Um, kind of think like, you know, 80s to 90s recording device, like it's not going to be solid, but if you listen to it like four or five times, you're like, okay, I think I know what they're saying. So you could probably piece it together, but it's not like you're in the room. Okay. All right. Uh, how long are you going to sit there? I'll say it takes you, you know, five, ten minutes of kind of sitting there like tweaking leaves, leaves and <laughs> things like that. You know, like in the office, it's just like throw one here, show one there. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac is moving his hand around to indicate oh. a radar-like Yes, like uh, a radar satellite kind plan. of thing as it's searching for the uh, sound. So. Yeah. So. Once, I think Grufton doesn't know when the meeting with Harbin is going to be, but he knows that he told Athena about the vine, and so he's hoping that she'll let him know when that meeting's occurring. So he probably would just be like, okay, I think it's good, and then he'll take off yeah. and go somewhere else. Hey, friendos, welcome to DHHQ. It's me, Alex, your friendly neighborhood Ash player. This is the part of the show where I come out and count backwards from 887 to 336, skipping every other multiple of 17 and all the primes. No, wait, this is the part of the show where I come out and tell you something. Stuff like, thanks for listening, you rock. No, really, you're a great you, and no one does you better than you do. So keep on rocking that awesome version of yourself. Don't forget to follow us over on our social media where you can get our episode update cards and usually share them with friends. Rachel does an awesome job with those. You can also support us financially over on patreon.com at patreon.com slash dubious histories. Check out our one, five, ten, and twenty-five dollar a month tiers. Hopefully we have something that will work for you. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash D-U-B-I-O-U-S-H-I-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. And if you're a supporter and haven't seen yet, we put up the map from the water system from Season 1. I also included all the little secrets that our players didn't find, so you can see how much they missed. And let me tell you, they missed quite a bit. Keys, secret passages, you know, all the good stuff. That's a Patreon perk for anyone who supports at any level. And now it's time for Rules, Rules, Rules. Today on Rules, 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 we're back on with some skills for being the snake who doesn't have any hands but really wants to use two-handed weapons. Even though Bean really wants to use two-handed weapons, he doesn't know how to yet. But that doesn't mean he is an incompetent fighter. Last week we gave him Constrict, which lets him squeeze people once he's grappled them. 
This week, we want to make it easier for him to actually get opponents into that grappled position, so we have a skill that we've written called Grappler Strike, and it reads, Bean makes a standard attack against an enemy. If the attack lands, he can choose to do regular damage, or he can choose to do half damage and grapple that enemy instead. This is a standard skill, which means it takes the place of another attack, but it gives him some options upon hit. If he lands a really strong hit, he doesn't have to take the grapple, but he can choose to do so if it's the better play once the attack pans out. This is a skill that Isaac and I have talked through a bunch of different iterations of, but this seemed to be a good balance of helpful, worth using, effective, and fun for the player. One of the big considerations on this was when does the player have to make the choice? If they have to decide on the front end, then it's not much different from a regular choice to grapple, except that they would get some damage. At that point, it puts a lot of the control in the dice for how the attack pans out. On the other hand, if the player can decide at the end, that gives the player a lot of power because they can decide what they want to do after all the dice have been rolled. We decided the most fun option for the player is the one that gives them more control in this situation, so we went with that one. If it ends up being more powerful than it should be, we can always adjust it later. And that's Bean's second skill. Now he has Constrict and Grappler Strike and is panning to be a, quite the fighter. But how did this snake become such a great fighter? Hmm, well, that might get answered in his backstory. But that's a rule for another time. And that's all we've got for DHHQ today. Now back to the show. So, Athena, in the office, you see the courier from earlier finally come back, and he walks back to Harvin's office. You're going to stay out in the kind of general lobby I area? I will. Okay. For the sake of normalcy. Suddenly, the courier pulls a dagger. No. I will win. Courier goes in. Probably. And go ahead and roll another winner. See if you can hear what they're saying. I thought you were going to say, did I see him? No. Well, you did roll a three. You totally missed that he was there. You're actually taking a nap right now. It's a seven. Advantage. Give her advantage. What? She's like... In I'm there. sitting she in the room the watching courier, the door. the guy. And I have military training, so it's not like I'm going to just go to sleep on watch. Also, she's in my party. I wanted to be successful, so give her advantage. Um, for if you can hear what he's saying? Mm-hmm. No. Well, yes. And that's why I'm thinking, yeah, you know like, he's there. You saw him walk in. She could, like, position herself where she'd be able to see, like, she knows this, this guy's going to be coming back. Yeah, the door is open. Oh, like, well, then I'm going to be able to hear this. It better be a low roll. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, he walks in. Unless he's sitting there whispering to him like a creep. And Harbin freaks out, goes, no, close the door now. No. Um, goes in, and you can hear the gist of the conversation is uh, he's willing to meet with you. Uh, he can come to the guild hall, but it won't be for a couple of days. And he said, um, oh, I'll actually write it down. Busy, busy, busy. Um, so he said it won't be uh, for another three days, but he said first thing uh, on that third, I guess it would be like Thursday, if you will, uh, on that Thursday, he can come to the guild hall and sit down and talk with him. Is that like a Monday now? So today would be like a Monday. Well, I guess technically if we had business day, Yesterday, so it would be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that would be a Friday. So Friday, he would be able to come because it would be like a Tuesday now. 
And when did we think the package was showing up? Sometime between now and two weeks from now. Um, Harbin told you last that he thinks it will be here by the end of the week. Right. Right. Because, yeah, yeah. But the governor said, well, here we have, we have actual days because it's the first of the month. So on the 5th in, in the morning, they will meet. Today is the 2nd. So three days, he will come to the guild hall to speak with Harbin. Assumedly about. That's too late. The order. <laughs> this guy obviously doesn't care about his package. We should just steal it. Hey, that might be good for us, though. Because if he doesn't care so much about it, he may not think it's as valuable as it actually That's is. That's what I'm hoping. I would argue that it's Well, all he was told is that he wants to... Talk about his talk him about order. The if order. he understood the importance of this order, he would be rushing. He doesn't do his own schedule. As a government official. And as a government official, he can be, cancel all my appointments, and run out the door. He could. Well, He's the vice governor. It's not like he gets elected. Right. But as the vice governor, and knowing that they're going to go into a short shutdown up to the holiday. They're trying to... A government shutdown? A government shutdown. A government holiday hiatus, if you will. No, um, not coming back until after Labor Day? Right. So... Too real. So, Harbin thanks him, and the courier turns and leaves. Does anyone else have any specific plans? Well, I'm going to go in and talk to him about that date yeah. and see what he thinks of it. You go that way. I'll go home. I do think Gruffin will try to find Ash after confirming which vine is which. Because he wants to know when Ash's meeting is as well. So. Did you hear when the meeting was then? No. Okay. But, again, he's assuming that Athena will inform him when yeah. your meeting is, but he wants to know when Ash's meeting yeah. is. We need to plan better. We need ways to communicate with each other. Oh, yeah. I want to go to a jeweler. I do remember that now, okay. yeah. He has the sc- small scroll of picture of ring. A picture of ring, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, start with your conversation with Harbin. So I walk into the office. So the vice governor doesn't have time until the end of the week? Well, no, that's not exactly uncommon. He's, of course, a busy man. I mean, I didn't tell him I, that the order was here. I'm sure he would have come sooner, but again, I know he has many meetings at this time of the month, and especially with this being the inaugural uh, festival for the new governor. All right. Just so long as we speak to him and make sure that we get with him before giving him his package. I don't want him to get it because I'm worried he doesn't understand what it is. Right, right. No, we, we agree. If it comes in... Keep it safe until we determine what to do with it. Agreed. I understand. I understand. Okay. So, your day more or less goes about as it has been. Um, you know, they bring you lunch items and things. and It's, it's honestly not a, bad, not a bad gig if you're actually getting paid. What are they? Hmm? The lunch items. What are they? Meats, cheeses, fish, mm. you know, fruits. General, general kind of 
snack board items, but you know, decent. It's charcuterie. Squid pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That's fancy food. I've actually had that. It's really good. So you want to go to a drawer. All right. Let me ask you. You know there are a variety, a handful, not not a large variety of drawers, but there are at least a few. Um, There are... Do I know a guy? You can roll see if you know a guy. Great. Um, or gal. Question is, are you looking... human, but they might not be human either. Looking for someone that works quickly, someone that works cheaply, someone that works very high quality. First, I just want to see if I know any of those options. Okay. You know, you know jewelers, generally speaking, as you... Yeah, I mean, I know that there are jewelers sold. around, but this is more of like a, is there someone that I have like... I mean, the do I know a guy skill is like, is there somebody that I am friends with that, like, I'm already on good terms with, that sort of thing. Which is what I'm trying Uh, to figure out, like, within, because, like, you can roll do I know a guy and get literally anyone that you know, but what are you looking for? You're like, do I know someone that fits this profile is um, what we're going for. Yeah, I... Ideally, it would be great if I knew someone who was kind of like highly skilled and not going to charge me for anything. Okay. So right? You're looking for someone what? that would be able to do very high-end work, hopefully at a reasonable price. Because um, like, what, what I, is your so, most important... So, yes. So... I'm, there's actually two things I'm looking for. So one thing that I'm looking for is... The obviously, I need somebody that we already talked about who like can make a replica ring potentially, mm-hmm. but I'm not actually worried about that at this point because we don't even know if like that's. I mean, that is like a potential option. Sure, sure. Um, although it might be better to get started on that sooner, depending on how long it's gonna. Do I have any frame of reference for like how long this might take to make a replica ring like this? Again, I'm not necessarily trying to, like, recreate the ring. I'm just trying to, like, create something that would be a um, right. So good gift for the, vi- for the governor for his inauguration. You know, and it's like being able to be like, hey, this is, like, the idea we're going for. Obviously, you don't need to replicate it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, dependent on quality of stone... Uh, as far as you think, if they actually have the variety of something that's going to be you know, a, a high-quality stone, not something cheap that kind of fits the color profile, right. um, you think they could probably feasibly get it done within a week? Okay. Perhaps the <clears throat> mining guild could help with that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see about that. Um <laughs> Okay, then I think at this point I'm not necessarily as concerned. Oh, so I'll give you the. I'll give you, if they have everything on hand and you're not asking for anything outrageous, a couple of days. If you you know if they're really trying to make something high quality and like unique one of the kind, might have to do more uh, fabrication. Right. Most of a week. Okay. 
Um, at this point, we still have a week and a half until the inauguration. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting to hear back from the governor within a couple days, right, about when the meeting could be. Mm -hmm. um, so it seems like I have the wiggle room to be like, well, I want to figure out when that meeting is before maybe like trying to commission this thing that we may or may not even need. Um, so that's the first thing that like, obviously if I know somebody who can do that, that would be awesome. Sure. The other thing that I'm looking for is, I'm not entirely sure if this would be something that is, uh, I mean, I think it kind of depends on like how these jewelers are set up. You know, mm -hmm. is everything there like custom made? Is this the sort of thing where there's going to be things that are, um, already created that I can just like buy off of you know, the, the shelves. No, I don't want to buy it off Seabay because shipping oh. is expensive. That's true. Um, you get both so, knockoffs. So the other thing that I'm looking for is um, not necessarily specific. I'm thinking uh, a pair of earrings that are flat glass discs. And uh, potentially a small pendant chipmunk size that would also be a flat glass object. Uh -huh. um, so, do I know a guy for either of those, I guess? I mean, at this point, I'm really looking for someone who... Uh, for the pendants and the earrings. Okay, gotcha. So, I guess maybe that's the role for now. Okay. Um, so, like, that doesn't necessarily need to be, like, super high quality. Obviously, like, Ash sure. appreciates style and aesthetics, so he's not going to just be like, what's the cheapest thing I could find? But also, like, if there's someone who's going to give him a deal, he would appreciate that, too. Sure. Uh, that's a 19. Seems like an interesting accessory for a stylish. <laughs> um. Form and function, Charles. Yeah, you... Okay, I don't really think that this would be too terribly difficult. So pretty much any common jeweler might already have it on hand. Okay. Something at least generally going to match, whether it's necessarily glass or some kind of um, metallic stone or something like that. You think you can probably find something small and reflective. Excellent. Um, possibly just two sets of earrings and make one of them into a necklace for a chipmunk. But... Yeah. Uh, you pretty much go, yeah, no, pretty much anyone I know could probably do that. So with a 19, do I actually, like, know a jeweler who can give me a discount? Um, yeah, you know, thinking ahead, because you're like, okay, this is probably, like, most people can do this, but thinking ahead, you know there is a jeweler that could probably fulfill your later request cool. for what you hope is a reasonable price, but probably to a quality and speed that would be sufficient. Cool. And you figure, give him a little business now, yep. kind of, you know, get the gears going, put a little money in his pocket, they might be able to help you out. Sure. So you think, eh, maybe I'll do this little thing, kind of just primer. Well, and again, I, I mean, 
this is really up for you to decide, but with a 19 on the do I know a guy, it's probably somebody I've like worked with in the past who I already know a little bit. Anyways. Yeah, so it's not that. Something you are familiar with from, like I said, previously selling jewelry and things like that that you've collected. Um, yeah, as far as like such a common item, you're like, okay, well, pretty much anyone and everyone, like, it's not going to be terribly expensive. No one's going to just give it to you. Sure. But you're kind of thinking ahead, going, you know, yeah. I bet if I go talk to this person, they'll be able to help me out a little cool. bit. And, because you know, the other that. guy you accidentally sold him that ring that burned down his shop because it was an artifact that you had recovered. We don't talk about that. <laughs> I give fair disclaimer when I sell artifacts. It's his own fault. That was the ring forged in the fires of Mount Boom. Regrettable, really. Man, that like uh, range has all sorts we of. Really should have seen that coming. Mount, <laughs> there's that Mount coming. Boom. There's Mount Mood. Uh, yeah. We got all of them. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go do that. How yeah, doom and gloom. And, yeah. How much is it gonna cost me? Um, for the shiny objects to the earring things. Yeah. Uh, like, and we only do gold, so like two gold, because you're not going for something high quality, right? You're just going for something like I mean, I want it, it to looks look, all right. I want like, it to look nice. You're not going for a quarter, you know, a gumball ring. But you're also not looking for, like, you know, super high-quality material that's, you know, right. going to become an heirloom for generations to come. Probably. So. Unless it has sentimental value. Unless it has sentimental value. Like, you know, someone gets their ears cut off or something and it's like, all you have left to remember them. They got their ears cut off, but you kept the earrings? Great. Well, sure. I guess it would be gross to keep the ear. Oh, you're right. That'd be morbid. Okay, anyway. Total or a piece? Uh, I said two gold, yeah. like total, because they're—I mean—they're small, shiny things. Okay. Uh, it's something you can pretty much get anywhere and everywhere. And... Great, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Get the ones that are made of sea glass. <laughs> Those aren't typically extremely reflective. <laughs> um. And then I'll leave and go back and meet up with the others. Just for fun. I don't really want to necessarily spend the time to roleplay out this whole interaction. Roll a charisma check to see how well the interaction went to kind of prime them for your later interaction. I just got a really good charisma roll, which <laughs> makes me nervous for this more important roll, probably. Yeah, that's a two. I'm going to re-roll that one. <laughs> Let's try that again. That's a 17. That's much better. All right. You felt pretty good about the interaction. You're like, yeah, that was good. Like, we were friendly. Like, it was a small order. But they're like, enough that they'll probably remember you the next time again. Be like, oh, yeah, hey, you know what? You give me a lot of good business. You're right. Like, this is a, you know, you... It was a, a good positive interaction despite not being a lot of money spent. Sure. So you're like, all right, I think I'm I think I'm in the door for I'm going to ask a kind of outrageous request like short notice. Sure. <laughs> I'm like they know who you are, etc. But yeah. yeah. Thank you.
This has been Season 2 of Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast.